0: I don't dance now, I make money move. Say, I don't gotta dance, I make money move. If I see you now speak, that means I don't fuck with you. I'm a boss, you a worker, bitch, I make bloody move. Now she say, she gon' do what or who? Let's find out and see. Cardi B, you know where I'm at, you know where I be. You run the club, just to party, I'm there, I get paid a fee. I be in and out them dance so much, I know they tired of me. Honestly, don't give a fuck about who in front of me Drop two mixtapes in six months What well, bitch working as hard as me I don't bother with these hoes Don't let these hoes me Man, I had to play Cardi B Cause today's gonna be a great day It's gonna be a symbolic day I'm watching the future head coach of the Dallas Cowboys Lincoln Riley against Baylor right now Live On ESPN or Fox or whatever I'm watching, I I don't I don't know these broadcasts. Lincoln Riley's probably saying, "You know what? Tonight I'm dancing. I'm dancing. Tomorrow, 2020, it's gonna be a great year for me. I'm gonna be back home in Dallas, Texas, coaching the best team in America, America's team, the Dallas Cowboys. I am 24. This is my podcast, the best video gaming podcast on the entire interwebs." I have a fantastic show for you today. Turn it up just a little bit. Now, I make money move she don't dance now. Yeah, I don't gotta dance. I make money he's about to Stop not dance me or anymore
1: boss'm
0: mm-hmm. <coughs> gonna talk about the obvious I'm gonna talk about the NFL the games that I'm going to be predicting tomorrow I'm gonna be talking about a lot of the new stuff that was going on. I'm not going to talk about Colin Kaepernick just yet because he he still, hold on, pause the music. Colin Kaepernick, he still has not worked out yet. I'll get into him probably in a couple of days once the information uh, gets, uh, once there's more information. All I know right now is that he he was like, he didn't like the waiver or something. He didn't want, like the contract. I don't know what he didn't like, but he he's not working out. Whatever. Um, Actually, I'll talk about it. I'll talk about the stuff prevailing Colin Kaepernick today. I really wasn't going to, but now I kind of had something on my mind that I wanted to talk about. I'll talk about him. I'll talk about, obviously, the NFL schedule for tomorrow. I'll talk about Dak Prescott. I'll talk about Lincoln Riley. I'll I'll talk about a lot, a lot, a lot of stuff today. But first, up in a rave, I need to fill up the tank. No, I need to fill up the side. Gonna talk about those doggone eagles take, first. Right here. On 24's the podcast. You can fuck with me if you wanna to. These expensive dieses red bottom. Bringing it back from 2017, you little bitch, you ain't fucking me, you want to, expensive, these is bread bottoms, these is bloody shoes. Oklahoma, 17, Baylor, 31, after a Jalen Hurts fumble, it's like the bottom of the third quarter, I mean, they had a fantastic drive where they were, I mean, they were, they were literally at the one yard line where he fumbled it, that's his third turnover of the game, two fumbles and an interception you know, just for good measure, but you know what, the Eagles, they got to go up against the Patriots tomorrow, and the Eagles, they're so desperate that they signed, that they're trying to get guys out of retirement, Torrey Smith, they tried to get him out of retirement, he's like, if it ain't Nick Foles, it ain't rolling, so he said, I'm gonna stick in retirement, I'm gonna stay my behind in retirement, have fun dealing with the Patriots, you (laughs) You think I want to go up against Bill Belichick's defense? They're killing people. They are, they are mauling people this year. You think I want to play? No, nope. I'm staying my behind home, and you guys can go up to Foxborough, or you guys can travel to Philadelphia and have fun with the doggone New England Patriots. Jay Ajayi out of a job. By the way, Torrey Smith—if you don't know who he is—he's been in the league for like ten plus years, I think. He's a He's a he's a veteran. Jay Ajayi isn't. He just got re-signed. With the uh, with the Eagles, I actually thought they could have used him. I thought that they should have signed him. I thought somebody should have signed him. I'm like, he, he's a Super Bowl champ. You know, he was pretty good when he was really, really good when he was, you know, kind of in his prime. But I think either because of injuries or something, he fell off, or teams didn't want him, or whatever. So now. He's uh he was a free agent for the majority of the season, unsigned free agent, and now he's back on the Eagles. He signed, I think, yesterday or the day before. It was either late Thursday, early Friday, where he signed, and now he's an Eagle again. It actually could have been today, and I think he's going to play tomorrow, too. So that's kind of an interesting news little development that Jay Ajayi is going to be back in the fold. Um, it's also because Darren Sproles is out for the season, he's on IR, I think he tore a pec muscle or something like that, I don't know why he's he's out for the season, he's out for the season, and uh, Jordan Howard has not been cleared to play at all, so that's, I mean, they're they're missing a lot of pieces, now, does that matter in the grand scheme of things? Well, the running game, it was strong with Howard, um, they also have that other guy, I cannot remember his name for the life of me, but he's a really, really good running back Uh, Darren Sproles He wasn't really He's probably going to retire After this season He didn't have a great season The same thing kind of goes With Jason Peters He's either going to retire This year Or next year I don't know if you watch Any Philadelphia Eagles football But That dude Jason Peters He's always been a big dude (laughs) Somebody Somebody said Somebody gave a, A great analogy For how much weight He's gained He looks like he's Like swallowed a live baby That's how much weight He looks like he's gained and I, he, he has gone from being probably one of the best left tackles in the league to now no, not so much. And it has been because of, uh, of how much weight he's gained. And also because of just, you know, his, his injuries, but his play, I mean, he's no, le- he's no Tyron Smith. He's no Tyron Smith right now. And Tyron always plays hurt. He's always playing injured, but Jason Peters, man, eh, he's, he's injured, but hopefully he's better. Hopefully he's better. He is a Hall of Famer, by the way. So you have all of these injuries on the running backs. His tight ends, Carson Wentz's tight ends are perfectly fine. The offensive line hasn't necessarily been playing up to snuff. The running backs, they have some good backs. Don't let people tell you different. They have good backs. They just haven't been executing. It's kind of been like Dallas in the sense of, they haven't been executing, and specifically the quarterback position has not been executing the way that he should be. Hint, hint, as to what I'm talking about. I forgot I didn't have any fast forward. Sorry about that. But Carson Wentz has not played up to his contract. He, he really has not played up to his contract. And everybody keeps telling me, well, his wide receivers, they keep dropping passes and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, he also has running backs. He also has tight ends. And his wide receivers weren't saying, you know what, we can't catch footballs. Or no, they they still couldn't catch some of them. Like Nelson Aguilar, he's constantly had issues with catching footballs. The same thing goes with Alshon Jeffrey. Look at the Chicago, not the Chicago, the uh, the the Saints game where they could have won that game, but because the ball literally went through his hands and intercepted by the New Orleans Saints, guess what? Instead of going to the NFC Championship game, they're now out of the out of the playoffs. So is it that big of a surprise that? The wide receivers drop passes? No, not really. It's just what you do with the wide receivers. And I've watched the Cowboy versus the Minnesota game a couple of times, and every single time I watch that game, I see receivers that that were dropping passes, that were you know that were fumbling footballs. Randall Cobb, Michael Gallup, they both had a fun, Randall Cobb had a hundred yard game. That's like his best game in the past two to three years, and he had Aaron Rodgers as a quarterback for that time period. So that should tell you how good Dak Prescott has been playing. And I look at Dak and I see his guys constantly having faith in him, Dak constantly reiterating the fact of the matter, and yes, I figured out a way to shoo in and Dak Prescott into this conversation, but you constantly hear the guys and Dak saying, you know what, we still have faith in this team, we're not executing. It's never been that they've beaten themselves, so to speak. It's like, they're just not executing. You know, it's never, it's never really been that they've said, you know what, we just got outplayed. No, we're just not executing. difference between the quarterbacks, Carson Wentz, Dak Prescott, Carson Wentz, well, you know, he needs wide receivers, well, you know, he needs running backs, offensive linemen, and I mean, for weeks, the narrative was, well, he doesn't have a good secondary, and I'm like, well, he plays quarterback, why does he need a good secondary? His job is to worry about the offense, He he needs to execute on offense, that's what he needs to do, and he's not, he really is not. So he's going to play up against Tom Brady and he's going to get shell-shocked because let me let me put it to you like this. I have seen quote after quote after quote this week from Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. They have seen constantly the narrative that the Eagles have spun for the past two years that they beat the Patriots that the Patriots, you know, Lane Johnson said he would rather win and have fun than win and be miserable, you know, a shot at the Patriots, and Doug Peterson wrote a a freaking book, Fearless, you know, everybody was capitalizing in Philadelphia on the Patriots win, in fact, you had Philadelphia, what's it called, radio broadcasters saying that they killed the Patriot dynasty, like a couple of weeks after, or even like the Monday after, they were like, we killed the Patriots, the Patriots, they're done, they're dead in the water, that next year they they won the Super Bowl. I don't I don't need to mention any of that. But now you have Carson Wentz, and Bill Belichick is gonna take out all of his anger and frustration on this dude and those Philadelphia Eagles. Somebody is I watch Tom Brady go off. I think he's gonna have his best game of the season. Somebody somewhere is going to say something to Brady. Somebody. Somebody's gonna, gonna say You're too old, you're too slow, you don't belong here. Somebody's gonna say something to Brady. And when they say something to Brady, Brady is going to go off. He's going to turn into that guy called Psycho Tom. That people like to refer to him whenever he goes insane and you know he just he starts to play out of his mind. Because somebody said something to him. There's this clip of Jalen Ramsey during the AFC Championship game saying, Hold on, let me let me find it. Let me find it. It's a great clip where. Jalen and and Brady, they're going at it. They're talking, talking. Jalen's like, uh, Jalen's like, uh, no, no, Brady, Brady during every single pregame, he always runs down the sideline and he screams, let's go, let's go. And he's doing it in Foxborough. And Jalen, Jalen Ramsey is like, you're going to learn today. You're going to learn today. And Brady, he's coming back to him. He's saying, you know what? I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you today. You know, it's great. It's a great moment. Hold on. Let me find it. Let me find it. Because it's a great... It's a great... Little... block here. Here it is. Here it is. Oh, God. Here we go. I think I have to watch an ad. Fourth down... Uh, Oklahoma. They ran it with the running back. Jalen has been... Jalen Hurts. Not Jalen Ramsey. But Jalen Hurts has been doing... A heck of a lot of running. And this running back... I mean he tries he tries to do something, but he doesn't he doesn't get anywhere. They are in the red zone of Baylor. But they gotta they they gotta do something, man. It's fourth and one now. Let me let me find it. Here we go. Here it is. Let's go ahead and do our thing. We're gonna earn everything today. Let's go! That's Tom. That's Tom. Here he comes. Here, here's here's Ramsey It's on the day. The 12th start in an AFC Championship game. It's for a it's on the day. You better believe it. You better believe it. Jackson. I love that banner. Somebody's gonna do something like that to Brady. Do you remember what happened during this game? During this game, let me let me pull up the score. The final score of the game. By the way, the Patriots, they won it in iconic fashion. I think they they put a molly whopping on, on the Jaguars. Let me see the final... Yeah, nope, nope, they didn't. 24-20, Patriots. They didn't put a molly whopping, but they just beat them. Sometimes, no, you don't need to send a message. Sometimes, the message is sent when you just beat up on somebody. And that's exactly what the Patriots did. I think that's what they're going to do against the Philadelphia Eagles tomorrow. I think they're just going to straight up beat beat them. And there's going to... watch Watch how quickly people have... A laundry list of excuses for Carson Wentz. Watch out quickly, people. Were. Well, he didn't have a great passing game. Well, he doesn't have a great defense. Well, his offensive line doesn't. At some point, you're a 130 million dollar quarterback. You got to deliver your team from evil. He has not. He has not done that yet. But he will get a chance to prove it against the best. And by the way, the division is tied 5-4 for first place. Whoever wins this division goes to the playoffs. If you don't win this, it's too late. It's too late. Five and four. Unless, something, unless teams start to fall apart during the second half of the season, you're not getting in through the wild card. You got to win the division. So unless the Eagles, this is an imperative game that they can win in Philadelphia. But I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm trying to tell you, man, them doggone Philadelphia Eagles, they are going to say something. And Brady's going to soak it up like a sponge. I can't wait for tomorrow. I will be casting three games tomorrow. The Dallas Cowboys, I won't be casting that game. I don't have it. It it sucks. I don't have it. Um, I will be casting the Texans versus the Ravens. I will be casting the Eagles versus the Patriots. And I will be casting Sunday Night Football. And I'll also periodically... During, you know, like, uh, during the Ravens game I'll be checking up on the Cowboys During what, what is it the Eagles game I'll be looking around the league And I'll try not to spoil the scores for myself And during the Bears During Sunday night I'll have this, you know, this kind of wrap up pre- I'll wrap this pretty bow around Sunday And I'll talk about kind of the stuff that's going on Because the playoffs are coming in in about, a, in about a month Technically it's like over a month But you get it It's, it's about to happen here They're coming up real fast But, before I continue with all this other stuff that I wanted to talk about, I got one thing that I want to finish on uh, before I transition to the meat and the potatoes. I've been playing this video game recently because we are a video gaming podcast. We are a sports and a video gaming podcast. The best sports and video gaming podcast. Hold on, hold on. Fourth and one, Oklahoma. They're inside the 20. They're they're at the 20. They got to get to the 20. They're not inside the 20. They got to get to the 20. Hurts in the shotgun, fourth and one. Play fakes it, he gets it. I was like, all right, all right, now this is where you make your money. This is where you're your first rounder or you're your second rounder. This is like the first round or the second round. You win this football game down 28-3, to I think, going into the second half. And you win this game. Let me put it to you like this, man. Millions of dollars are on the line for this dude. Especially if you can do it without CD Lamb, he doesn't have his number one wide receiver. So if you can do it without CD Lamb, it's R- Lamb. Excuse me, it's a wrap. Let me turn off my heat. Hold on. You can do it without your number one, the guy that everybody is like, this is the deep threat. This is this is the this is your Amari Cooper essentially. This is your Julian Edelman. It's a wrap, man. You're probably like, what's it? You're probably besides Tua. And that other guy, Joe Burrow, I think that's what his name is. I mean, you're probably the number one. You're probably the third best quarterback in this next draft, third, fourth. But going back to what I wanted to talk about before I get into the meat and the potatoes. Jedi The Fallen Order came out Friday. I've been playing it for, Jesus Christ, for a really, really long time since yesterday. Playing it, enjoying it disliking it and liking it, I thought I was actually going to cast or play the game on the podcast, uh, so that way you could hear some of my first impressions of the video game, yeah, uh, that's not gonna happen because that's way too much of a pain in the ass on my part, so I'm just, (laughs) I mean that's the reality of it, but um, I, I will talk about my thoughts here for the game, as I was playing the game I noticed that they had used a bunch of themes and concepts from a lot of the other games that were supposed to be released this year. There was uh, the Order thirteen thirteen or floor or room thirteen 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 thirteen. It's a like a floor on Coruscant. So Coruscant, it's a city planet, and depending you know depending on where you are on the city. By the way, Oklahoma just scored another touchdown. Now it's going to be what like 24 twenty four twenty four thirty one. They turn in it from like a four, a four freaking, what's it called? A four possession game to now it's a one possession. The defense has got to make a play. So, <clears throat> floor thirteen thirteen was supposed to be this game where you're playing as a bounty hunter on Coruscant. It was supposed to be great and stuff like that. I read a book about it, but it quickly got turned into, and I don't know and understand why this wasn't already the scheme. This wasn't already the plan from Jump Street. But instead of it being, oh, okay, you're playing as a Bo- as like Boba Fett or Django Fett or one of those two dudes, you're playing as some random bounty hunter. I don't get why they did why they didn't do that originally. But during the development of the game, they scrapped a lot of the work that they had to do and they went back to not went back to, but they went to making the game about Boba and Django Fett. If you don't know who those two guys are. They're literally the most iconic guys, or bounty hunters, excuse me, in the entire Star Wars universe. Nobody knows anyone better than those two bounty hunters, specifically Boba Fett. So, yes, it was very, very weird that they didn't have a video game about one of those two guys, but they were like, eh, we're gonna create a, a game about bounty hunters. I get it. 20, hindsight, 2020, But that game gets canceled, I think because LucasArts, LucasFil- yeah, LucasArts- Lucasfilms, Films, they get bought out by Disney. Disney scrapped the entire project. Long story short, they were like, "We're going to license this product to other developers." They license it to uh, to a, a, dev- a developer with ha- Amy Hennig, who was working on Uncharted. That uh, that developer that got, uh, they got shut down, I think, a year or two ago. So then EA was like, "We're going to hand this this game that we've been developing." to another developer, and it turns out Respawn got it, and Respawn got it, and they now made a full video game off of it, so instead of being a, a bounty hunter, you're a Jedi, I like it, and I don't like it, I like it because I've played games similar to it, and I, well for Sardis, it's a good game, it's a good game, I wanna try and stay positive, it is a good game, but the issue is, is that the game itself has a lot of like, development Flaws in it where it's just it's kind of lacking polish in some areas where there's a lot of stuttering when you're trying to load certain areas and that's kind of obvious and I don't think they're gonna patch that unless because it's it's gonna be a lot of patching. But then on top of that, some of the design decisions, like for instance, the the whole animation cancel you can't you can't cancel an animation so. You can't bail out of an attack or a dodge or a stim or whatever, and that may seem weird. Like, that's like, well, no dirt. You shouldn't be able to bail out of that. But literally in every other video game, you can bail out of a movement or an action by canceling it or by doing by by doing something else. And in this game, you can't really do that, and it's really, really frustrating when your character is just taking a sweet little freaking time to just put in a stim cap or a uh, STEM What is it? Not a stem cap. It's like a stem capsule. There we go. he just takes his time doing that. But more importantly, he also just takes forever to do any action. And everything seems so delayed, and it's not. It's just how the game is designed. I don't know why my keyboard turned itself on and off. But it just sucks sometimes to have to deal with the stem. Not the stem, but the lack of like an animation cancel type of feature within the game. But then on top of that, the combat, it's okay, you know, the force of, I have a lot of issues that I'm going to detail in a video, but there, it's, it's a good foundation, it's a good game, I'm excited to see what Respawn will do next with this video game, and with this series, and I'm actually, I won't say I'm happy with what EA has done with the series so far, because they created two really, really bad games to create a good game, so I don't necessarily know if it's two steps forward (laughs) If it's two steps back, one step forward, but I mean, yeah, they they created a good game. I mean, okay, all right. You know, you're a AAA developer. You're that's kind of your job. You're supp- you're supposed to do that. You have way too much talent and experience to not do it. I'm not I'm not one of these guys that's going to be like, wow, you know, EA finally created a great game. It's like, I'm, I don't applaud mediocrity. And the developer, the publisher, has been mediocre. This game isn't. It's it's very very good. Now. Moving forward to what I want to talk to, <clears throat> talk about a lot, a lot of football action going on uh, today and tomorrow, a lot of playoff implications, a lot of just NFL implications to begin with. Now, Tua Tagovailoa, one of the best quarterbacks this year, just got hurt, and um, I don't I don't care what anyone says, I don't care how, how and what Joe Burrow does, whatever his name, I don't care what he does, um, he's not as good as Tua. So, even though Tua is hurt, if his draft stock goes down because he gets hurt and because he played while injured, I mean, if you listen to the story that happened, apparently what happened during that football game is that Tua was uh, was apparently he was still dealing I think with something with some type of sprain in his in his right ankle he's still dealing with that you don't heal from a sprain within a week or two you know it takes it takes a little while longer for you to heal and then you may actually still deal with that later on in the season you can still tear that same muscle but or you could still sprain your ankle excuse me but he still went in he still played and he still played phenomenally now two up on top of having a sprained ankle, he also had a bloody nose on the same play that he had a dislocated hip, and I don't know how you dislocate a hip, but he didn't he he, he dislocated his hip, he dislocated it, and he was having to be carted off the field, which freaking sucks for him because he's you know he's one of the best college he is the best college quarterback currently playing. And on top of him dislocating his hip and getting carted off the field, he actually had to be transported via a helicopter to some type of a a hospital. So hopefully he's he's okay. Hopefully he is okay, but uh, he's out for the season. And it doesn't matter. He's still the number one quarterback in this league, in this conference, whatever. I don't know that much about college football. But he's going to be taken probably as the best quarterback in his draft. That is a freaking, that's actually a pretty good kick (laughs) I'm like, that's actually a pretty I'm like, that's that's a terrible kick But, nope It's actually a pretty good kick Anyways Tua got hurt It sucks But There's a lot of these quarterbacks There's that guy from Oregon who everybody likes I don't know his name Uh, Jalen Hurts Obviously Tua and Joe Burrow all of these guys, they're they're guys that people actually like as quarterbacks. And Tua, I think, is easily the best. Now, it kind of depends on who like who and what organization he goes to. I prefer I would prefer it if he didn't go to Miami or whoever is picking high, but it's obvious that Miami wants him as a quarterback. And it's kinda like Well, if you wanted Tua as a quarterback, why would you trade Josh Rosen for a second round pick? Why would you trade for Josh Rosen for a second round pick if what you were going to do is tank for Tua? Like, (laughs) like That that doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any sense. It's like, uh, the Dolphins, uh, they, they are such a freaking terrible organization. But they are tanking and winning football games, so they're tanking terribly. On top of that, they gave away an asset, but they have accumulated draft picks. So maybe they can get, maybe they can help out the offensive line with draft picks. Maybe they can get someone in free agency. I don't really know, but um, they are—they're probably going to get Tua, and um, somebody else is going to get a quarterback. And I think that there's a lot of chances for some of these guys that I just mentioned to get starting positions within the NFL. Year one. Let me. Maybe maybe for some of them, year two. Let me look up the NFL teams because some of these dudes, they're definitely, they're definitely going to get positions here. <clears throat> Let me see. Maybe Oakland drafts a quarterback, but Oakland, like there have been rumors that John Gruden has not liked Derek Carr, so that may be a case. So you know we'll see. Ooh. I got a really, really interesting team. I won't talk about that team. I'll kind of skip down the road. Um, I'm just looking for teams right now. A lot of teams, by the way, they have quarterbacks. The Broncos, they could they can maybe get a quarterback in the first round. The same thing, oof, the Tennessee Titans. Look out for the Tennessee Titans getting after a quarterback. The Cincinnati Bengals as well. The Bengals, They could always use a quarterback. The same thing goes with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Chargers because Phillip Rivers has not played very well. But the, int- the most interesting team that needs a quarterback that could probably get one of those big, like those big time names that I just mentioned, is the Chicago Bears. Like everybody's freaking out about Trubisky, but it's like, listen, you could get either Jalen Hurts, who fits your system perfectly, who, unlike Mitchell Trubisky, is actually running in a pretty complicated offense and understands and knows how to, like, he, he's not a great thrower of the football, he's pretty good. But, I mean, I'm watching some of these plays right now, and it, it's like watching Dak against the Vikings uh, if Dak actually had turnovers. Like, he was, like, literally Jalen probably could have closed the shore, uh, closed the shore? What? Closed the door shut on Baylor like an hour ago, to be honest with you, if he didn't turn the football over so frequently. But they could go after Jalen. They could go after the guy from LSU, and I'm talking about the Bears. But they're like five and four, so some of these dudes are gonna have to be mid-round draft picks. But a lot of the teams in the NFL, they either don't need a quarterback or they feel like they don't need a quarterback. So, like for instance, that the the, uh, the Buffalo Bills, they're like, well, we don't necessarily want to move off of Josh Allen. We don't feel the need to move off of Josh Allen, even though if like if honestly, we were talking like straight up, Tua's probably better than Josh Allen right now, but. Are they going if they have the option to get him, they're probably not going to get him. And that's kind of my point, is that the Chicago Bears, it's like, listen, Jalen Hurts is out there, is going to be out there. Joe Burrow is going to be out there. Um who else? That guy from Oregon, he's gonna be out there. Tua, he's probably gonna get swept up, but there are plenty of teams. There's like, let me see, let me see, let me see. Let me just double check. So there's like the Bears, they need a quarterback the Buccaneers, the Chargers, the Titans, and the Bengals, right? So, I said that there's like four teams, four teams that need a new quarterback. One of these teams is going to get super lucky. One of these teams is going to get like a really, really nice prospect out of the draft, and they're going to be able to start a new franchise. Uh, Not a a new franchise, but they're going to be able to do something new with this quarterback. They're going to be able to go forward with that quarterback. So, you know, whether it's Tua, whether it's Jalen, whether it's Joe Burrow, whether it's the guy from Oregon, I have no idea what his name is. I constantly refer to him as the guy from Oregon. Whoever it is, they will have a very, very new quarterback. They'll have a new system. But I mean, maybe not a new system, but a new a new guy to refresh the system, I guess. Third and eight at the 35 of Oklahoma, 10 minutes left. Like the defense of Oklahoma has absolutely shut down the Bears. First down, that's a first down. Now Oklahoma is starting to look like Oklahoma, by the way. Future head coach of uh, the Dallas Cowboys did something very, very interesting. I think it was during the first half or the second half or something like that. His team was just getting blown out. Defensively, they weren't playing great. Offensively, they were playing even worse. And they just turned it on. Lincoln Riley got them in a huddle on the sideline. He got them all before he sent them out again. Every single player that was padded up got them all in a semicircle and he started to freaking yell his face off. Absolutely started to just yell in their faces, screaming at them, yelling, you guys need to pick it up, blah, blah, blah. Probably saying a bunch of curse words that they couldn't show on television. Future head coach of Dallas Cowboys, Lincoln Riley, doing a fantastic job Getting his team going. Regardless of what happens, he gassed him up. I mean, it's 31 to 21 instead of it being twenty-eight to three. Let that sink in. They've only scored three points. Baylor has. And Oklahoma scored twenty-one. <laughs> twenty-one in the past like three quarters. I'm all in on Lincoln Riley as the Dallas Cowboys head coach. Better yet, I'm all in on him as an NFL head coach. Like, if Dallas screws this up, and if they don't get him, he's going to have a job somewhere else, like, he, he's, he's a pretty qualified head coach, and he does literally what Jalen, oh my god, Jalen, Jason Garrett doesn't do, and that's actually coach the freaking NFL football team, coach the football team, during the game, before the game, after the game, he does it all, man, he does it all, and they're not running an air raid offense. They're, they're using Jalen Hurts as a runner. They're using running backs. They haven't really had these, these like deep plays down the field because CeeDee Lamb isn't playing. But they're like, listen, if we need to hit you with death by a 1,000 cuts for the entirety of the game, we will do that. We will line our quarterback in the shotgun. He'll be flanked with two running backs. And, I mean, we're just, we're just, like, you're not going to know who's going to run the football. It can be the running backs. It can like like on third and third and eight, I think, it was the running back who got it. Third and one, excuse me, third and one. Hertz was lined up in the shotgun, excuse me. But on third and one, it's like, is it gonna go to the running back? Is it gonna go to the fullback? Is it gonna go to the quarterback? It's like it's 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 why like he he is an underrated head coach when it comes to the run game. He's an underrated offensive head coach when it comes to the run game. Because everybody's like, well, he just likes to throw it all over. No, he doesn't. He likes to do both. And this game is definitely privy to that. It's like, we don't have a deep ball. We're not going to force it. We're not going to shove it down your throat. We're just going to shove the football down your throat with the run. We're going to use play action to get, you know, some some chunk plays here and there. Here and there, excuse me. By chunk plays, I mean like 15 yards. We're just going to do that. We're just going to kill you with a thousand cuts. We're going to be like the Patriots, essentially. And Baylor, they are they aren't stopping it. They have not stopped a drive besides, like the only way that they have actually quote unquote stopped a drive is if Jalen Hurts has thrown an interception or had a fumble. Like they're first and 10 right now at the 19 after Baylor's uh, offense got stopped and shut out yet again, like three and out yet again by Oklahoma. Like it's 24-30. I have no other analogies, soliloquies. I can't break it down to you. Any more simpler as this. Right now, Lincoln Riley is one of the best offensive minds in all of coaching. He's one of the best football head coaches in all of coaching. If you transition him to the like like there are gonna be there are gonna be teams right now, I have the ironically, I have the NFL roster teams. Like Washington, Washington could go ahead and get him, and he could pair up with with Dwayne Haskins. That would be my absolute nightmare. That not only he doesn't go to Dallas, but he goes to Washington? And works with Haskins and McLaren and Geis and if they still have Adrian Peterson, Adrian Peterson, or worse yet, if he goes to the Jets or the Broncos or even the Atlanta Falcons. Like, there's a lot of head coaches. There's gonna be a lot of spots for head coaches. Like, if he he says, hey, I wanna, if he talks to his agent this offseason, for example, he's like, I wanna be in the NFL. And his NFL, he's gonna put out Hey, Lincoln Riley, he wants to be in the NFL. Do you want to know how many coaching, you know, coaching positions are going to immediately open up for this dude? He's going to be the uh the bella of the ball. He's going to be the guy or the girl that every guy wants to dance with. The ball is in his court, so to speak. The Bears, you know, everybody says, well Matt Nagy is at fault, okay? You know? well, maybe not the Bears, the Bears, you know, the, the the Bears are already having issues with their head coach, with, you know, how Mitchell Trubisky, he, he, apparently, he can't read the offense, apparently, the offense is too complicated for a third-year quarterback in the NFL, oh, yeah, it's too complicated, yeah, okay, okay, yeah, the offense is too complicated for a quarterback, that doesn't, that's, that doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever, but, you know, we'll leave that for another day trying to think of another New York the New York the New York Giants they can they they could use a guy the Broncos the Jets the Falcons Washington the Bengals hell maybe even Houston Houston may get Lincoln Riley the Titans maybe not the Titans their head coach has done a pretty good job with what he's been given maybe even the Buccaneers third and goal hurts oh that's a touchdown (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, oh, that's the comeback is complete. It's 30 to 31. Hey, field goal kicker. Go out and kick a field goal. There's there's a lot of time left, by the way. They got five minutes left. They got five minutes left. Baylor can do something. Oklahoma can do something. But Jalen Hurts, man, he has put on quite a show. And this is the difference between Jason Garrett and Lincoln Riley. You see, with Jason Garrett, his team, he doesn't get in his quarterback's way. He understands the quarterback. He's turned the ball over three times, but at the same token, he has the hot hand. He's not going to freaking, and he's going to do things that work. You know, he's not going to do things that don't work. He's going to do some things that are going to work, that are going to put the defense on par. He's going to have Jalen Hurts roll out to his right, and Jalen Hurts has been getting pressured by that Baylor defense now. Don't get it twisted. He's been getting hit a lot. But what Lincoln Riley's going to do is he's going to say, hey, I'm going to design an offense during the game that's going to complement my quarterback that won't actually deteriorate this team's offense that's you know we're not going to run it up the middle or we're not going to go east to west we're not going to do all that bs we're going to have some you know uh, uh, some what's it called some intelligent play calling we're going to run some plays that make doggone sense we're just going to pound this football in and we're going to play like the doggone new england patriots we're going to death by a thousand cut you Oklahoma, this season, is averaging 249 yards rushing. Rushing. But he's, he's a rushing head, you know, he's, he's a passing head coach. All he likes to do is pass. All he likes to do is, you know, throw be in the air raid and throw the football up and down the football field. You know, he doesn't like to run it. He doesn't like to have a mid or short range type of game. He doesn't use screens. He doesn't use design quarterback runs. I wonder where and why that sounds so familiar. I don't know. As I take a swig of my water, he doesn't. He doesn't like to do any of that type of stuff. He he only likes he only likes to to throw the football down the field for Ceedee Lamb. What a short-sighted observation by people who don't watch Oklahoma football. You know, it's funny to me whenever I see t- people. I'm not a, I am not. wouldn't call myself an analyst. I wouldn't call myself a Hall of Famer. In fact, I'm just a fan. Just a fan. Potentially, like you, I'm just a fan. <clears throat> but, you know, just like a fan, I'm, I'm pretty intelligent. <laughs> no. But unlike most fans, I try and, you know, I try and go in and I try and be knowledgeable. I try and be, you know, I try and find some type... Something to back up what I'm talking about here. You know, try to find both evidence, both anecdotal and factual, maybe not, what's it, anecdotal and like non-anecdotal, so like, you know, small portions of of information, large portions of information and evidence, stuff like that, and sometimes it's like, you know, you get it off of Google, you Google a, a person's stats, and it's like, boom, you get that evidence that you're looking for, other times, you do it by actually watching the damn games, you know, it's three hours long, But to be honest with you, it's been three hours of just, hey, oh yeah, by the way, Jalen Hurts, check this out, 28 of 39, 281 passing yards, check this out, 107 yards on the ground, four touchdowns, three turnovers. I mean, it took me like two hours, two hours to get that stat, but that's what happens sometimes. But I don't, I don't get it whenever people are like, you know what, Lincoln Riley, he's just a guy that likes to throw the football up and down the field. He doesn't like to have quarterback runs, uh, you know, designed fullback and running back runs. And, excuse me. And stuff like that. What he's just going to do is he's just going to throw it up and down the field. He's really nothing special. Not a special type of guy. He's He's kind of just your basic type of guy, whatever. Okay. Okay. When he gets to the NFL... And he absolutely starts tearing it up with people. When he gets to the NFL, and he starts decimating people, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear what he's going to do next year to the NFCs, And I don't want to hear any more excuses for Carson Wentz, because he, there is going to be a lot. So there's going to be a lot of excuses for Carson Wentz. Oh my God, flags fly. Yep, pass interference. On the defense, Oklahoma. On the Oklahoman defense. There's going to be a lot of excuses for a lot of these dudes. A lot of people are going to lose their jobs because of Lincoln Riley. Let me tell you something, man. A lot of people are going to be really, really... They're going to be on... They're going to be... Oh, how how are you going to call that on the defense? Both of them were hand-checking each other. Both of them had each other's shoulder pads. That's terrible pass interference. Terrible play call. Not terrible play call, excuse me. Terrible call by the referees. Referees, weirdly enough... I've actually been very, very solid this game. But next year, whoever he goes to, whatever team gets them, they're going to be extremely lucky because they're going to have a head coach that's actually a, a, an actual head coach. I know that's like, that. Well, well, 24, shouldn't he already be a head coach? You would be surprised at how many head coaches aren't actually good head coaches. Or head coaches to begin with. They're offensive coordinators, mask masquer- or defensive coordinators. In the case of Jason Garrett, he's a special type of coordinator, masquerading as a head coach. But next year, whoever he goes to, whatever team, organization, whatever quarterback, they're gonna get a head coach. And that's evident by how Oklahoma literally rallies in the uh in the second half after Lincoln Riley just freaking. Yells and screams at his football team. Getting them gassed up. And you hear how Lincoln Riley wants to... want He wants guys that are underdogs with chips on their shoulders. Who are winners and leaders. Literally, I just I just gave a bunch of adjectives that describe Dak Prescott. This is as perfect... Everybody's watching this football game. Oklahoma's pretty much played on Saturday night for the past couple of weeks... Everybody's watching this football game. Maybe even Prescott. Maybe he's watching it right now alongside with me. Maybe Jerry is. If Jerry isn't watching this football game, somebody needs to call him up and say, Hey, Jerry, turn on your TV to, uh, to ESPN. Turn, not to ESPN, ABC. Turn it a, turn it to ABC, Jerry! Turn it to ABC! The future of Dallas is playing in Oklahoma at Baylor at ABC. That's what Jerry needs to get at. He needs, he needs to listen to it. He needs to listen to whoever said that to him. What am I talking about now? Fourth and 11, tied ball game. Baylor's defense has been getting absolutely shredded for the entirety of this half. CeeDee Lamb goes over to the guy that made the play. I mean, it's pretty much a three and out again. Oh, never mind. Just ran into the punter. Yep, just ran into the punter. That's... Coming back, right? It's it's that when you when you hit the punter when he kicks it, right? That's a you know there, it's going to be returned back to the to the team that kicked it, right? The punter he did get like hit by a linebacker, but I mean he also flopped which is exactly what a punter is <laughs> it's like exactly what a punter does. Oh my god, a punter flopped. What a surprise. I mean, I'd, I don't care. <laughs> I'm like it's 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 a punter. Hopefully the punter's okay, but at the same time I'm I'm like I'm pretty sure he flopped. So, I'm going to end Lincoln Riley with this. I'm going to end the, the topic with Lincoln Riley with this. Um Whoever he goes to, they're going to be a lucky football team. Hopefully he comes to Dallas. Hopefully he fucking comes to Dallas. That's like all I can hope for. I've constantly said the future head coach. I've referred to him as the future head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. I've referred to Jason Garrett as the, uh, the previous head coach of, of the Dallas Cowboys because I'm trying to speak it into existence. But I, I can only hope and pray to God that Lincoln Riley comes to comes to Dallas. Jesus Christ. Holy smokes. Speaking of a guy who's in Dallas right now, the guy that I've been talking about for their, you know, for God knows how long, expects probably like 40. I, I remember, like, sometimes I talk about Dak Prescott so much, I sometimes think to myself, it's like, you know what, I've probably ran the gauntlet on topics about Dak Prescott and every single week I find something else to talk about and you know I just I just sometimes go on a 40 minute tangent on how Dak is so good and all that good stuff but I'm probably going to go on another one long story short and Jalen Hurts uh he gets sacked but with Dak uh there's he's he's pretty interesting in the statistical categories of some of the other quarterbacks, I thought I would, you know, rattle off some of his stats. Second in passing yards, and yards per completion, and third in total touchdowns. Touchdown passes, not total touchdowns, but touch touchdown passes. Right, He's playing like a top five quarterback right now, he's easily, easily the best football player on Dallas' roster right now. Easily, and it's not even close they just ran what did, what play was that what did they just ran by the way the blocking of Oklahoma has been absolutely fantastic for the last for the for the last couple of minutes i think it's like a screen play to uh, to the running back let me see it i think he just gets out in the flat what does he do or is it no he just no it's just a run play it's just a run play the receivers they just block really well the running back gets to the second level and i mean it, it, it's just it's just a really really nice executed football play Brooks, the running back, I mean, the blocks are there, he runs on the outside, it's a handoff, It's lo- it looks like a read option, but I mean, it's, it's a run, it's a very, very great play, exactly what I'm talking about now, I don't know how many, one guy has 17 rushing yards, 89, 17 rushes, 89 yards, 5.2 per rush, throw it. No, he's just gonna take off and run. I'm like, I'm like, I can, I can tell at this point when Jalen is just gonna run it and when he's gonna pass it. I'm like, he just tucked it underneath his arm, and I'm like, I'm like, just throw it. Nope, he's gonna run it. He's gonna run it for like 13, 12 yards, something like that. He likes to run. Lincoln Riley also likes. Oh yeah, he had a lot of space. <laughs> uh, yeah, he had a. Now he's in the red zone, by the way, Baylor. Oklahoma has almost 40 minutes of possession. Two minutes left in the... in the. Oh my God, 17 for Baylor. Two minutes, 40-something seconds left in the game. There was a deep ball to number 10, almost overthrew him. Almost actually, to be honest with you, got picked. But next year, Dak's going to be with, with Lincoln Riley. He's going to have, potentially, hopefully... I have a gut. I have a sinking feeling that Jerry is just gonna screw this up, and he's not gonna get Lincoln Riley. There he is. He's on my television right now, the future head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. I have a bad feeling that that Jones, one of the fricking Jones, is gonna screw it up. Because every single time you, you, they talk about Jason Garrett, and it's obvious, you know, to to probably not cause him to lose his job or whatever. Not to lose his job, but you know, for people to not panic, they're not gonna give the media anything anything. But they constantly keep saying, you know what, if Jason Garrett left Dallas today, he would probably get a, a head coaching job somewhere else. And I'm like, yeah, in Denver and in Cincinnati and in a, in, in a team that probably is going to fire their head coach and probably hasn't been to the playoffs in a really, really long time or hasn't had much success in the playoffs in a really, really long time. That's who you want to. That's who you think. That's who your head coach is. The head coach of a team that probably isn't going to make it to the playoffs. Low snap for Hurts. Just throw it. There he goes. Yep. He throws it away. Yeah. Low slap. Low. Oh, slap. Low snap to, uh, from the center. I bit my tongue a couple of days ago. There's this gaping cut. I've never been... I've never bit my tongue so freaking hard that there's like this cut just on the tip of it. And some words and it's like super sore and kind of numb and it's somewhat hard for me to enunciate. I apologize. That's kind of why I'm stuttering and misenunciating and stuff like that. I stutter on a daily basis to begin with. It's not because I actually have a stutter. I don't know why I stutter sometimes, but I sometimes stutter. It's not my fault, you know. I deal with it. Whatever. It's not a, it's not that big of a deal. But going back to what I was talking about with you know with the NFL football teams and Jason Garrett Jason Garrett, I mean, he's not going to go to a team that's actually going to win football games, is my point. So I'm not going to give Jerry Jones and Jason Garrett and all those other guys, like, a, a whole bunch of credit. Like, oh, my God, you know, we got a we uh, coach that would be on a bad to mediocre team. I'm not going to give him credit. Like, in you saying that he would get a, a head coaching job doesn't mean Jack, doesn't mean anything. It means, oh, my God, like, oh, my God, he can get a job in the NFL. That's exactly what he's supposed to do. he's a bad head coach that's masquerading as a he's a head coach that's masquerading as an no he's an offensive coordinator excuse me that is masquerading as a head coach that's who your head coach is meanwhile top five top five in statistics when it comes to your quarterback your 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 offense is the best in the league statistically and you're five and four i think it's time to fire jason Garrett Don't even, don't even, do not even, like, just, you know, just play with the idea. Don't even play with it. Just get get rid of him. Get him out of Dallas. Get his ass out of Dallas right now. And put in Lincoln Riley when the season is over with. Time for the predictions. The game's almost down. It's almost winding down. Jalen Hurts is in the game 31-31, third and 6. They're inside the 20. They're at the uh the 17. Oh, oh god. Oh, wait. They almost get it. I think they're just going to kick the field goal. There's 1 minute 40 something seconds left, and I think they're just going to, you know, they're just going to settle. I think for the entire game, <laughs> Lincoln Riley has the biggest smile on his face right now. Are they seriously going to go for it? Fourth and... Th- oh, I think... Nope, nope, nope. Somebody just called another timeout. The Baylor head coach, probably, or somebody, I don't know. They could be going forward on fourth down. They could be settling for uh, for overtime. The college overtime rules, some people like it, some people don't. I, I'm, I'm not a fan of it. I prefer to have the full field. I don't like the 25-yard or 50-yard or whatever, how many yards. I like actually having... You know, the ability for the defense to get involved. Who is it? He's 11-for-11 11 11 for field goals. They sent out their field goal kicker. Fourth and three. Baylor's out of timeouts. So it was the, a Baylor timeout, yeah? He's a freshman. Jabe J. Brick, Brick? Oh, God. <laughs> Brick? Oh, God. Oh, Gabe or Jabe, Br- I, I can't say his last name. What? How do you say his last name? What's his name? Hold on. Gabe Burkitch. It's spelled B R K I wouldn't, know. <laughs> I was like, Gabe Brick? I thought the K was silent. How the frick am I supposed to know his last name is Burk? Burkitch. That's such a weird last name. I don't know. Anyways, I got the predictions for you for tomorrow for football, all that good stuff. <clears throat> First and foremost, we got the uh, the Buffalo Bills. No, 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 no. Jets versus Washington. It's as simple as this. If you blitz Sam Darnold, you win the football game. The Giants did not blitz Sam Darnold, as far as I can see, it, like just full package, Seven, eight guys. Send them. Field goes up. It's good. It's away. 34-31. Oklahoma. Anyways, going back to the Jets. Jets versus what? what? Flags fly on the field. What's the flag? There's a flag on the field. What the, it may have been a delay of, of game. So Oklahoma called a timeout because the play clock was expiring. Lincoln Riley, clutch head coach. Let's see if he can pull this. If he can pull a rabbit out of the hat now. Anyways, Jezz versus Washington. Washington, just blitz him. You know, don't don't make don't be don't don't try and be intelligent. Don't try and outthink this. Just blitz him. Send weird weird blitz packages. Don't just rush four, rush six, rush seven. He'll fall. He'll crumble. This should be a very, very easy win for Washington. They are they are one of the worst teams in the NFL, but they are playing up against the worst team in the NFL. And it's in Washington. It's in Washington. Here we go. Again, by the way, tonight, Oklahoma trailed 24 points. Largest comeback to win, 21 points. 1970 versus Iowa State. 1981 versus Kansas State. This could be the biggest Comeback victory in Oklahoma in school history for Oklahoma. You and me are watching history. Right, technically I am. Maybe you know you're, you're probably not at this moment, but I'm watching this right now, watching history. Let's see. Brick. Kick is good. It's away. Thank God, Lincoln Riley did not ice the kicker. Thirty-four to thirty-one, Oklahoma. Anyways. Going back to Jets versus Washington. Blitz blitz Darnold. He'll crumble like a like a banquet chair at the end of the night. Jaguars versus Colts. Um, I think the uh I think it's gonna be an interesting game because what's his face? What's the other guy? Uh what's Nick Foles? He's not, he's playing, he is playing. Jacoby Brissett, he isn't. Jalen Hurts turned his back <laughs> to the to the field goal. He didn't want to watch it. Jalen Hurts has played a pretty good game tonight. Three turnovers, four, five, four touchdowns. I was about to say five. He didn't score on this drive, the, the touchdown. But it's a lot of pressure on Baylor. Baylor's out of timeouts. But Nick Foles is going to... He will play. He will play tomorrow. That's what I'm getting. The Colts, I think Jacoby Brissett... I th- didn't he tear his MCL or his ACL? He tore something. I think he's still going to be out. Bills versus Dolphins. Bills. Cowboys versus Lions, Driscoll isn't playing, Stafford, he has only one good game, great game against the Cowboys, and that was, I think, the playoff game, and the Megatron game, where he just, ah, oh, God, if you don't know what I'm talking about with the Megatron game, it was a game where he he just, where Megatron had like 330-something yards as a wide receiver, which is, god. it's unheard of as a wide receiver, I cannot believe that he had a game like that. But I think the Cowboys will pull it off fairly, fairly easily. Texans versus Baltimore. <sighs> I have no idea why that's not Sunday night. <laughs> like I'm, I, I Bears versus Rams is Sunday night. Why is why is is Texans versus Rams not Sunday night? The NFL called an audible on the Eagles. They were like, "We're not going to have next week. We're not going to have Eagles versus." Seahawks be Sunday night, Packers versus 49ers, that's going to be Sunday night, that's, that's a pretty, both games would have been pretty great, because I would have seen a molly whopping on the Eagles, but, unfortunately, they couldn't do the same thing this week, and they could have, and they didn't call an audible, so instead of getting Houston versus Baltimore, probably getting my, by the way, probably get, no, I wouldn't have gotten it anyways, but, Instead of getting the Cowboys versus the Lions, I get the Texans versus the, the Ravens, which probably should have been Sunday night, and it's not. Sucks to suck, but that's kind of where I'm at right now. <sighs> but I think that it's going to be a great game. I will have it. I will cast it again tomorrow. And um, who do I think will win? I think Watson. I think Watson is a, is a better quarterback when it comes to the passing, I love that Lamar can combine the rush, the run and the pass. He's Some people are going to look at Jalen Hurts and be like, oh, he's like the next Lamar. But Lamar actually can do both when it comes to uh, the Oklahoma defense is getting shredded right now. But Lamar can pass and he can run, which is something that obviously Deshaun and Jalen Hurts can do. But unlike those two guys, unlike uh, Deshaun and Jalen, Lamar is more... Passer now than he was last year. So now he's passing a lot more. He's doing exactly what he should be doing as a quarterback. And on top of that, he's 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 a pretty good passer now. Like another season, to, I I'm not gonna lie to you, his development as a quarterback is a lot better than I thought it would be. Year two, I thought he would have to sit out a full season, but no, he doesn't. He doesn't need to sit out. He's a really really good passer of the football. And on top of that, like he's going to go in his third fourth year and he's going to be a really, really nice, solid passer. He's still going to have that shiftiness, the ability to run and stuff. Interception for Oklahoma, game over with. It's a caught. Oklahoma completed the Cinderella dream in Baylor. Jalen Hurts, smirk on his face. Lincoln Riley and the Oklahoma Sooners have made the comeback of champions. The quarterback inside field goal range, Turns the football over. Whew. This has been a great game for Oklahoma. I may have to watch this game again. This (laughs) Jalen Hurts, expressionless. Lincoln Riley, ecstatic. What a fantastic football game. The quarterback almost got picked off. He wasn't he wasn't ready for the snap. And he just, you know, the, the linebacker, the running, whoever, whoever it was, made a great read and picked that frickin' football off. Ball game. Anyways, Texans versus Ravens. I think uh, Lamar, he will develop, going back to Lamar, he will be a better pocket passer, I think, later on in his career. Um, obviously, right now, that's not the case But he's still He's still way better Than everyone in his draft class Still way better than Baker And and every Like everyone else He's way better Like it's It's not It's not even questionable Is he better than Darnold? Yes Is he better than Baker? Yes Is he better than Rosen? Rosen is benched 100% Yes 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 He's better But my point being It's not a shot at Lamar It's saying like It's all about the posi- It's all about positivity It's like This dude Isn't isn't where he could be in about a year. He's going to get better. Way, way, way better in a year. And I can almost guarantee that. Because I think what they're going to do is he's going to have better rapport with his wide receivers. Hollywood Brown is going to get better. His tight ends are going to be better. Mark Ingram. Turns out the Saints probably are missing him a lot. Lamar is going to get a lot better, so is Deshaun, Deshaun, he's improved from year, he's in his third year, he's, he's in his third year right now and he has had a fantastic career so far, but Lamar is going to get a lot better, like Deshaun, Deshaun's going to get better, I think Mahomes, and you may be asking me, well 24, how can these guys get a lot better consistency? I think they're going to get consistently better, and I think that some of these, and they're going to take pressure off of all of the other aspects of the football team. It's like Dak Prescott against the Vikings. The defense played like crap, the offensive line wasn't playing very good, and Ezekiel Elliott had 40 yards and 20 carries. He was averaging like 2.7 yards a carry. The entire team was failing Dak, and he almost brought him back, if not for the freaking head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. But I think playing consistently, getting some of these, you know, for Lamar, it's developing more into a passer. I think for a pocket passer, for Desha- and he can do it. I've seen it happen. He can be a pocket passer. He can become a pocket passer. But for Deshaun, it's kind of the same thing. It's not necessarily saying don't run, but it's more along the lines being way more efficient within the pocket and being able to shift in it, like doing what Dak did against the Vikings. Being able to shift in and out of the pocket, being able to move up and out and throw on the run to your l- running left, running right. That's essentially what I mean by uh, being a better passer, not just being in the pocket, but moving outside, stuff like that. Falcons versus Panthers. This is an ain't nobody care type of game. I don't care about it. Do you care about it? N- neither team is making the playoffs. I don't care. It's too late. Like They're, they're, they're done. Saints versus Broncos. Or Buccaneers, excuse me. Uh, I got the Saints, but they lost to the Falcons. I still got the Saints. Vikings versus Broncos. This is a Kirk Cousins game where Kirk Cousins, he has terrible numbers against teams in prime time with winning records. This isn't a team, they're not playing in prime time. This is a noon o'clock game. And on top of that, the Broncos stink. Cardinals versus 49ers. Look for an upset. I, I don't like to call upsets because I'm usually wrong, but I'm, I'm still going to shoot my shot. Look for an upset with uh, with the Cardinals versus the 49ers. When the Cardinals played the 49ers a couple of weeks ago, everybody said that you know the, the 49ers were going to stomp them. It was a lot closer than that, and I think they were like a missed field goal away from actually tying that game up in the end. So the, the 49ers, they are very, very susceptible right now, and I think... The Cardinals, they are that dose of medicine, that dose of realism realism that they're going to get to put them and give them a reality check. Patriots Patriots at Eagles. Let me take a swig of my water. Patriots at Eagles. Very, very simple. The Patriots, I think they're going to come out with a win. I think it's going to be close. But more importantly... I think Brady is going to have a really, really nice game. I think he's going to have a really, really nice game. Uh, out of all the quarterbacks that I don't, I don't know who's, who's Aaron Rodgers, Kirk Cousins. Out of all the quarterbacks that's played this team, there's no one better that has a bigger grudge with this team, with this organization, with this city than Tom Brady, and there's nobody else that knows how to pick apart defenses, blitz packages, safety blitzes, cornerback blitzes, that understands how to read a defense and be able to execute on those football plays than Tom Brady, and let me tell you something. Let me tell you something right now. Let me tell you something right now. Brady has absolutely heard the backlash coming off of that Super Bowl loss. You hear how he's not over that Super Bowl loss. You hear Bill ba- Like, they have given. Look it up. Look at how many stats. Not stats, excuse me. How many just quotes that Bill Belichick and Tom Brady, it's, they have been weirdly chatty this week by just saying how much it sucks to have lost to this football team. Let me tell you something. They're going in with a vengeance. I think the Patriots will put a molly whopping on the Philadelphia Eagles. And I think Tom Brady is going to make Carson Wentz look like the 42-year-old quarterback instead of the other way around. Bengals versus Raiders. Uh, I'm taking the Raiders. The Raiders. In Oakland, by the way, I am so happy for Oakland fans, for the Oakland Raider fans, um, considering how absolutely terrible that the NFL has has just butchered this season for Raider fans and how they had literally an entire month of the Raiders playing not in their stadium but out of their stadium. The NFL had to freaking apologize for how stupid the scheduling was. They just started to play back in Oakland, I think a week or two ago so now they're back where they belong in Oakland in the final year in Oakland by the way and they look to be a playoff team I hope they get into the playoffs because I hope because I want the Raider fan base to have a great year this year because this will be the final year for the Oakland Raiders but I think they will beat the Bengals the Bengals they're one of the worst teams in the NFL so they, they shouldn't have that much problems with the Bengals Josh Jacobs he's a great story and he's 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 done great things for the Raiders Bears versus Rams. Oh, Jesus Christ. I mean, you want to talk about an absolute snooze fest on Sunday night? The NFL should have frickin' traded this game for the frickin' Ravens versus the Texans or something, man. Get get something going on. Patriots versus Eagles? How the frick are you not gonna put the Patriots versus the Eagles on Sunday night football, which is a Super Bowl matchup? Again, doesn't make any sense to me. But Bears versus Rams, uh, Oh, Jesus. I would, I would... The, they, the Rams lost to the Steelers, man. Like, what do you want me to do It they lost to the goddamn Steelers? God, man. To the Steelers? Come on, bro. The Steelers. They stink. And the Rams lost to them last week. And, 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 and it's like, you, you can't even... You can't even tell me that Jared Goff doesn't have what Carson Wentz doesn't have, and that's quote-unquote doesn't have, and that's, a, and that's a wide receiving core. He has Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, and Brandon Cooks. He has three guys that could probably be ones on almost every team in the league, and he can't find a way to move the freaking football against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Get Goff out of my face. Get him out of my face. He stinks. He's been stinking up freaking in Los Angeles. He's been stinking it so bad. I, he's been stinking up the the West Coast that I can smell his dirty behind on the East Coast. Just been playing awful. But that's your 30, $130 million quarterback check. All right, I guess $130 million can't buy you, buy you what it could have done. Well, I guess $30 million isn't worth it. Isn't worth as much as it used to be, I guess. That's what I'm trying to say. Chiefs versus Chargers Monday night. Chiefs. Peace. What's the tomahawk chop thing? What's the thing that they do? Let me look it up. <clears throat> but yeah, those are my predictions. I feel like I shouldn't have to say bet on them. But don't bet on them. Because I'm always wrong. Like, always wrong. Especially on upsets. Every single time I predict an upset, it's horribly, unabashedly wrong. Wrong. So don't, don't, don't bet on, don't bet on my picks. Here we go. Got an USAA app. Bank oh. is made. Shut up. Got an app. <clears throat> but this is the, uh, the Chiefs well, top. job. Weird. Here we go. Here we go. Sunday night football the the against to the Patriots. Bang the drum. Bang it. the drum they do the stupid oh! 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 like half the stadium is off beat <laughs> it's a great way to hype up the stadium Both work of the Patriots defense sets to get on the field. Alex Smith of the Chiefs gets the it's ball. It's a great first. way to start off Sunday night football. As the two and one Patriots meet the one and two Chiefs here tonight in KC. Even Gostowski to kick it up. And off we go for from- It's a great I mean it's it's a great freaking way to start off the day. Start off the game. Anything else I gotta cover? Post-game interview. Jalen hurts Jalen was was starting to run off the football field he was talking with the with the Baylor head coach you had the uh, the the ESPN reporter like he, she had to grab onto his arm and pull him to pull him to her because he was because he was starting to run off the football field he's like like because weirdly enough throughout this football game during the pivotal plays during the defense during the offense during all that good stuff like he he did not want he did not want to be like the most excited and expressive guy because he understood that he put them in the hole to begin with, which I absolutely love about Jalen Hurts. He may I'm telling you, man, one of these teams is going to get stupidly lucky. It could be the Bears. It could be the Broncos. It could be the Bengals or the Titans. And if the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they want to come and get some, they can. Somebody's going to get that guy from Oregon on the cheap. One of these dudes is going to be a mid-round pick Don't don't get it twisted. Somebody who should have gotten in 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 the top five, top ten is going to be a mid round pick because some of these teams are winning football games and some of these teams they're going to be a lot higher in the draft than you think. Tennessee's going to be higher. Imagine Jalen Hurts with William Henry and uh, and AJ Brown. Imagine like Tua is kind of going to go high. He's not kind of. He's probably going to go to Miami. Who's going to who's going to pick number one overall? The Jets they ain't drafting a quarterback. They're not picking high. Neither are the Falcons. The Broncos—they could get a guy. I have a really—I—I I have a really, really nice feeling about some of these dudes that I've been watching recently. I like Tua. I like Hurts. I like them both. Um, who else do I like? I'm—I'm I'm not sure on that. Everybody likes Joe Burrow and the guy from Oregon. I haven't seen a lot of the. I only saw LSU versus Alabama, and I haven't seen the Oregon guy at all. I know he's in like the top four right now. I'm like, what? Whatever. But what I do know for a fact is that Jalen Hurts and Tua, they're probably my one and my two. Not in that order. I think Tua is better than Jalen, but Jalen is definitely. He has the largest comeback in Oklahoma Sooners history. I mean, that's insane. Grabs hold the 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 sideline reporter like like a predator trying to find a helpless gazelle like a like a lion zeroing in on a helpless gazelle on an African Serengeti, the sideline reporter <laughs> focuses and hones her focus in on Jalen Ertz. She already knows where she where he is. In fact she starts to run at him. Grabs hold of him. Here we go. Let me see it. Let me see the interview. Lincoln Riley hugging somebody. I think that's his wife. I don't know. I don't know anything about his personal life. The Baylor had the Baylor quarterback. He's looking around, dazed and confused. He's like, "What just happened? We were we were up by twenty five points. Now we're now we just lost a freaking football game." I can't hear freaking anything because the the freaking Baylor fans and the Oklahoma fans are screaming their freaking minds off Oklahoma is going everywhere the the cheerleaders everybody is going insane everybody's screaming their freaking minds off first half Jalen hurts completed eight for 14 for 80 yards one touchdown one interception he also had a fumble second half 22 of 29 217 yards three touchdowns probably and he didn't have an interception he had a turnover which was the fumble. Let me tell you something, Oklahoma probably could have won this by 10 or by 7. That's how good Jalen Hurts played. That's the difference between having a bad head coach and a great quarterback and having a great quarterback and a great head coach. Let me tell you something, man, that Lincoln Riley, he's something special. He is something incredibly special for that Oklahoma team. And Jalen Hurts just made a statement. You want to know what that statement was? I'm a top te- I'm a top ten quarterback. I'm a top ten pick in this league. I'm a top ten guy that you should pick. Like some of these, I, I kid you not. Some of these teams, they're going to get extremely lucky with some of these quarterbacks. Oh my back! Ugh. The Bay- <laughs> the Baylor team is saying a silent prayer. I-, I can't, I can't laugh at them that much, but it's just so weird that they're doing that on the field and not in the locker room after a loss. I don't know, after a twenty-five. 25- I mean, they they were probably praying to God, like God, don't smite us down for our per- horrible performance. We know we stunk up the joint. We stunk it up in Baylor. We were absolutely horrible. Don't, don't punish us. Don't rain on our parade. We're all gonna get drunk tonight. We're gonna go to. church Going to go to church tomorrow. Let me tell you something, man. That damn Jalen Hurts is something absolutely absolutely special. And Lincoln Riley, he doesn't leave the football field until his quarterback is done with with his post-game interview. Why did my DVR pause? I did not command you to pause, DVR. You know what? This is the problem with smart technology. They think it, it thinks that it's smart enough to do things on its own. I don't need you to pause it. I need you to just rewind 15 seconds. That's all I need you to do. DVR, you're too smart for your own. You're too smart. You're making stupid decisions. You're too smart on your own. You need to stop pausing it. Don't pause it again. I'm going to throw my remote through my television, have it boomerang back again outside of my television, and smack it right in your metallic face. Don't ever pause Don't ever pause it when I don't tell you to pause it again. How to talk to my DVR. Sometimes you gotta talk and threaten your technology. And sometimes for, I don't know if this works for everybody, but for me, it works. Sometimes when I threaten my technology, it works. It works, weirdly enough. It's almost like it can hear me, I don't know. I mean, everybody's, everybody's dapping up everybody. Lincoln's dapping up his quarterback. Everybody's dapping up Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is excited. I love having post-game reactions by Skip Bayless. I find that they are some of the most hilarious things I've ever read my entire life. Hurts is hyping up the Oklahoma crowd. Does he jump in the stands? Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. He stands in the stands with the fans, clapping it up with his teammates. Everybody's celebrating. Oklahoma, I mean, Jesus Christ, they have their freaking bear claws out, somber. Oklahoma dapping up the fans, future head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. Everybody's dapping up one another. There's a lot of Oklahoma fans. They got their own stadium, stadium, like section in the fans, in the stands. Jalen Hurts is being recorded by everybody and their mother. Jesus Christ, they look like they've all seen, like, a massacre. (laughs) Oh, my God. Like, nobody on the... They should just put the... Get the players off the field. Don't make them suffer through this. This is the worst... This is the worst thing. If I'm a player, I'm just like, I don't even want to do this. Get me off the freaking football field. Take me off. I get it. It's for morale, but Jesus Christ, you guys got your asses whooped tonight. Just that simple. Baylor got spanked like they were getting beaten up by their dad, man. It was horrible. And Jalen Jalen hurts man. Oof, oof, man. Jesus Christ! Somebody needs to get these Oklahoma fans out out of here. C.D. Lamb, he's dapping up people. He's like, you know, he's he's happy. He's celebrating. Oklahoma fans in Waco. Fantastic. Fantastic job by the freaking Oklahoma Sooners. <clears throat> Skip Bayless. <laughs> Said that. Check that. Baylor will win this game by 50. 50. Awesome. Jalen Hurts alone has just wheeled Oklahoma back into this game by repeatedly running over and through Baylor's defense. Converted three downs with his legs and arm and keeping the sorry OU defense off the... They were kind of playing sorry for the first half, but then the Baylor quarterback realized that he's a Baylor quarterback, and he, you know, he started to play like it. He started to play really, really badly. But yeah, it was it was kind of like watching Dak against the Vikings, except the head coach didn't get in the fucking way. Jalen Hurts is an all time great football, college football competitor, guts, poise, resilience. Together, it gets tougher. Tougher, it gets tougher. He gets. The only billion to one way Oklahoma was going to get back in this game was for Jalen Hurts to keep the ball away from Baylor 31 all. Another amazing drive by Jalen Hurts, but probably left too much time for Charlie Brewer from Baker Mayfield's high school, Lake Travis, and in, in Austin. I didn't I didn't know that at all. Boomer sooner. <laughs> that was an unbelievable second half by a college quarterback I have ever seen. Jalen Hurts helped dig a deep hole. Yeah, he had three turnovers. Jalen Hurts lifted Oklahoma all the way out. He led, he competed, he willed. I never witnessed a more dominant game of keep away. Oklahoma wound up running 95 plays to just 52 for a Baylor that was destroying OU's defense. Obviously, Jalen Hurts pulled that off without CeeDee Lamb. Yes, 100%, who I think will be an even better NFL receiver than any of Bama's Lamb is bigger and harder to tackle than Judy, and has Jody, I don't know what his name is, and has better hands and leaping ability, yes, yes, and yes, don't forget Lincoln Riley, <clears throat> in that mix as well, It's probably one of the best young head coaches in the league in all of football, um, listen, this is easily, this is easily going to make Jalen's draft stock, Improve significantly Everybody's gonna look at this dude as The next Lamar Jackson As they should Everybody's gonna try and figure out Well how can we integrate this dude into our Offense, into our passing game, into our running Game Da-da-da-da-da. He's a big, apparently he's also a power lifter Or he was in high school as well So you have that aspect as well Where he's just a big strong dude And he doesn't look like it, he looks like he's How much does he weigh? He looks like he's 210, 215 but all of it's, like, in his legs. So, he has this big... He has these this unique ability to just run through. He's almost like a running back. Like a taller, leaner running back. Yeah, he's like 218. I said 210, 210 215. He's 218. So, he's almost at that size that you would want your quarterback to be if he was trying to be a little bit lean. And he's... He, you can see that the weight... Weighs him down, but also, I mean, he took he took he took one hell of a beating today. He took one hell of a beating, but did he care? Nope. He's like, I want to be one of the highest-rated quarterbacks in the NFL draft next year. I want to be a guy that people can pick and be very, very secure in saying that we picked probably our guy for the next couple of years. That we picked the guy that's going to be our quarterback for the next for the next decade plus. That he's going to be the guy. That I'm the guy. And Jalen Hurts has impressed me. As I thought he was. I didn't expect them to win. But he did. I thought they were going to put a molly whopping on Baylor. They kind of did. And didn't at the same token. But like the song says. It's checkout time. This has been 24. This has been my podcast. Available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker Overcast, Podcast, Podcast, and Radio Public. Pretty much where you can find any podcast. You can find 24's podcasts. I will be having three, three, hold on, pause, sorry about that, I didn't mention who I thought I was going to, who I thought I was just in like a shortened and unexplained version, let me just go down the list uh, of of teams that I think are going to win, just so you can have a clarification, I think Washington, if they blitz, if they don't blitz, I think the Jets, Uh, I think the Jaguars, then the Dolphins, Cowboys, Texans, because I love Watson, I love me some Deshaun Watson. Uh, I don't care who wins Falcons versus Panthers. I think the Saints will win against the Bucks. Vikings should beat the Broncos. Cardinals look for the upset, but I think the 49ers will win it. And by look for the upset, I I think that is the game that has the highest upset potential. Hopefully it's not a blowout game, and hopefully I'm not asininely wrong. Uh, Patriots versus Eagles. I think Brady is going to have his best game. I think Bill Belichick is lo- is foaming at the mouth to get some revenge on those doggone Philadelphia Eagles. Raiders beat the Bengals. S- uh, Sunday Night Football. It's a toss up. It really is. Make no mistake. Trubisky is not very good, but neither is Jared Goff currently. And again, one of the best wide receiving cores in the entire NFL, if not the best wide receiving core. Takes out his running game. Takes out his his pat- his, his offensive line. And bada bing, bada boom. The quarterback can't do jack. Uh, Chiefs versus Chargers jeez but that's it until my next episode till tomorrow I hope you have a fantastic day and I'll see you next time